Hey, it's Nick from 50 Campfires, and this is the episode of The Daily Outdoor that we recorded on April 24th, 2018. We recently came across the list that ranked the worst people to encounter at a campsite. Unfortunately for us, a couple of them resonated a little bit too close to home. Enjoy. Hey, you guys want to get loco? (laughs) What's up, everybody? It is Nick from 50 Campfires. And Clint from 50 Campfires. Happy National Pigs in a Blanket Day. I'll celebrate that. I knew you would. I actually got a t-shirt and a flag I could fly outside of my house to celebrate Pigs in a Blanket are delicious. Who wouldn't like pigs in a blanket? Raise your hand. Chime in right now if you're watching and you like pigs in a blanket. Hang on. I want you to define pigs in a blanket. Pigs in a blanket? Uh-huh. Because I have a feeling there's some variations on it that you may not. I'm and sure. I'm not prepared with any argument, but I just want to know. <laughs> I want to sure see if everyone agrees with your definition of pigs in a blanket. My definition of pigs in a blanket. Right. Yes. What is it? Ooh. Very specific. I need you to be specific <laughs> I about, can be, I can about be specific. all of the ingredients. And this, this falls into a potential campfire food, so this is appropriate conversation. Mm-hmm. I The way I was raised and what I was around the most. Yep would be little smokies wrapped in a little got it so a pig's in a, a pig in a blanket is small maybe that should be called a piglet in a blanket <laughs> i don't think <laughs> you should have gone there but your <laughs> definition of a pig in a blanket is small based on what i saw was was at the uh backyard cookouts when i was a kid yes and it's smoked uh it's the a sausage is smoked it's a little smoky, which, which is, is a specific smoked, kind of sausage. Which is a smoked sausage. Sure, yes. Huh. Well, I disagree with you, but anyways. We've and got what's a your lot. definition? Is well, a hot dog? I think that it's any sausage, but I think it's got to be a crescent roll. Well, it's a hot dog. It's not sauce It's like going to be a crescent roll. Okay. Is what's wrapped around because it has to grow. So <laughs> a hot dog with crescent roll. Correct. Okay. All right. Yeah. Huh. Joe likes him. Pigs in a blanket day is a thing. I mean, I love them. <laughs> Clint just likes to troll me <laughs> to no, see if I know. Heartburn will kick in eventually. Like uh, Brian, you're kinda... right. Brian, you're right. You can't. You got to slow the roll on. You can't do like a whole dinner of pigs in a blanket. If Correct, camera Jeff. The sodium level would probably get you. Uh, not like a if whole I'm day. like, oh, for dinner tonight, Ooh, I'm gonna have 20, 20 little smokies. Outdoor Bill's chiming in is a tiny smoked. <clears throat> Pork sausage wrapped in a small pancake. A small pancake. Oh, see, I told you there was going to be some controversy on this national holiday you're trying to get me to celebrate. He's a scony, isn't he? He is. Hmm. That sounds delicious, what he's describing. Hey, you know, I came across a really interesting story today Hmm. out of New York. Did you know that I am a fan of interesting stories? I, you know what? That's why I like hanging out with you. A lot of people know that about me. So I like boring stories. (laughs) Oh, cameraman Jeff. That's why he's so much, such a rider on the campfire. If he starts to get excited about the story, leaves. Could you imagine camping <laughs> with cameraman Jeff? Could you down a little? <laughs> if cameraman Jeff just enjoyed boring stories and we go camping with him, he's like, this story's a little too exciting. I'm going to go to bed now. That's not a thing for a person that enjoys boring stories. It I don't could think be. That's, maybe. That oh, man. Uh, Jana agrees with me. That's one time that Kayak Jana agrees about the definition of a pig in a blanket. Huh. All right. All right. All so, three sound delicious, just for the record. I, I would eat all three. Obviously. All right, so New York State is offering a first-time camper program, okay. which is pretty interesting. So I think you and I have seen, oh, try a brat wrapped in a pancake dipped in syrup. Yum. Ooh. Want to come hang out, Brian? Well, isn't that similar to the breakfast you made in the morning for well, the I whole made, crew here? I call those daddy griddles. 
<laughs> you need branding help. <laughs> I, I think I think you need to go back to the drawing board with the name. Hey Chris, but, how are you? But what was in the what was in the meal? It was a it was pancakes for buns. Yes. With scrambled eggs that had sausage in them. It went in the into the yeah. in the eggs with cheese and I baked it in the pancakes. And then you the cut pancakes. the egg into a little thing so it's easy to eat as a sandwich with the pancake. Correct. It was super good. But you're trying to distract me. Change I the could, name. I could talk about breakfast foods all day. Daddy McGriddle? What about, what about New York? Nick, and stop calling me daddy. <laughs> 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 Chris says it sounds good. I'm totally on board with Chris. So what New York first-time State, camper, New York is, doing State. Is first-time camper program, which is pretty interesting. So yeah. you and I know this. Weird that we get sidetracked there. <sighs> it never happens. <laughs> so we know that people are becoming more and more urbanized. And by urbanized, I mean they're moving more. There's more people who live in cities than live in the country. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? So that makes sense. with that, there's a bunch of things that, have been, always been, that have been lost. And I'm not here to preach about what's being lost or what's being kept. But it's really interesting that New York has identified this as an initiative. Really? And what they're doing is that you can sign up. I don't know if it's well, pizza puggy pies. I don't know what that is. Pudgy. <laughs> what did you just say to me? Pudgy pies. I think you spelled pudgy wrong. No. Puggy pies sound disgusting. Pizza puggy pie. Oh. But what Not they're doing is band. you can sign up, buy tickets. It's actually, no, it's a lottery. Okay. And you enter the lottery as a first-time camper. Okay. And they partner you and pair you with an expert camper, provide all the equipment, and show you how to get set up in the woods so you can enjoy camping and get introduced to the activity. That sounds really awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty into it. That's really cool. I mean, I, that's one thing that you constantly remind me of when we both were for like writing articles for the site mm -hmm. or doing different things. Oh, the site 50campfires.com? The site 50campfires.com. You should visit us there. We've got lots which of is, stuff. Which is how many people there, I always forget how many people there are that, that don't know what to pack, don't know how to build a fire, all these very simple, don't know that yeah, you but not can't even just simple. throw your tent anywhere. That It's, it's my you know, belief that if you weren't shown how to do it, it's not something that you're born with. Like, Oh, I need to eat. I should find right, something from right. my mouth. It's like, right. oh, setting up a tent. Well, yeah, sure, there's instructions, but there's this there's this barrier to entry that can be really intimidating for people that have never never Agreed. done anything. Totally agree. And it's, so it's a lottery. Yes, it's a lottery system because of the success of the program. So this is the second that. year that they've done it, I believe. And uh, it's a lottery system you enter. It's, okay. It goes on for like six weeks or something. The The camping does. So there's Do multiple you know how many people they're taking out in. on the weekends? Or is there I, uh, any numbers or anything? Oh, well, see. Last year's pilot program included four camping weekends for five families each with 20 total slots for state parks and 20 slots for So that's quite a DC few. That's making some impact. Are they going up to uh, – um, are they going upstate or where they, do you know where they're going? Uh, I don't know. The vi they have a video on their site. And sure. It's all people from New York City. I would like to check it out. I'll, hey, I'll share it with you. <laughs> but no, I think that's a cool program. So, hey, who, so, <laughs> hey, so, hey, so, so rattlesnakes, bears, and sharks. Oh, hang on. Let's oh jump my. there. Then. Let's jump there. Sorry. <laughs> you want to go there? I do. So <laughs> how many, how many rattlesnakes have you been bitten by in your life? Um, uh, zero. Sharks? Um, also zero. Uh, tarantulas? Never even seen one. Really? I think it's at the zoo. I've seen I had one. a pet tarantula when I was a kid, and it escaped and ended up in the dryer. What? Yeah, died. It kind of got baked inside the dryer. You seem like a pet tarantula guy, though. I, I can kind of see you put off the vibe a little bit. You've got a weird opinion of me because that's <laughs> I put off the tarantula vibe. 
What does that even mean? <laughs> at the club, people are like, that guy over there probably has a pet tarantula. That, that's what I would say if so I saw Ter you leaning Terry against the wall. Know, if, we're, the if we're frozen, so are we frozen because you can't see us, or are we frozen because we're in Minnesota? Oh, I can't tell. The, I don't know the yeah, question. We don't know if you're if the broadcast I'm is here. frozen, Terry. No, let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. We're gonna keep rolling. Yes. Hopefully, we're not All frozen. Right. So you've never been bitch, bitten, bitten. <laughs> you've never been bitten <laughs> by a uh, poisonous, venomous animal. A fellow by the name of Dylan McWilliams. I don't know him. Just became uh, what I believe. Ah. Thank you, Outdoor Bill. Thanks, Bill. Just became uh, the first person as, as in recorded history, as far as anyone can tell, to be bitten by. So he was bitten by a rattlesnake three years ago. He was bitten by a bear last year, and he just got bit by a shark. And the odds of this, so the odds of winning Powerball are one in 292 million. The odds of being bit by these three animals, um, 893 quadrillion to one. What was his name? <laughs> Uh, Dylan McWilliams. So Dylan, I think, needs to make different life decisions. <laughs> Dylan said he ain't going to back down. So I, I don't believe the odds are that rare if you put yourself in those scenarios. Right? Uh, I, could probably get, I could probably get bit by most of those things this afternoon if I went to the zoo and acted like an idiot. Okay, it's a zoo. But even if you're an outdoorsman to get, to get nipped by a bear. Bear uh, bear's pretty tough. That's 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 the hard one. That might be like, one of the hardest ones to get bit by. Yeah, and he's not looking for it. I mean, it just, oh, he's looking for it. You think so? Yeah. Are you uh, kidding me? You think he attacked him in his tent? So yeah. this was this was all random. He wasn't like out bear. No, it's all random. Trying to take pictures of bears no, or all random. Trying to stick his hand in a bear den. If I was him, though, I'd be start looking for fame. Though I think what's he should go for? But maybe a badger next or something. <sighs> That sounds miserable. <laughs> no, not into that. Not into that. Because <laughs> there's the one guy on YouTube that gets by all sorts of insects. Isn't it, yeah, isn't it strange? That, that guy's awesome. He's but, bit by all those things, but not a dog. Yeah, right, right. He's great. Well, he's collecting bites. Right, he's getting bit by. So uh, how many things was he bit by? It was three. Shark. Shark, rattlesnake, bear. And if you were at a party and nope. you heard a guy say this, you would say, BS, dude. So shut uh, up. <laughs> no outdoor, one believes outdoor you. Bill believes that the odds of getting bit by a shark are the, the longest, longest odds on that one. Oh, absolutely. What do you think the Vegas odds of getting bit by a shark are? In Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> Zero. Zero. Okay. So you and I, uh, Outdoor Bill sent us a list that we were rather entertained by. Yes. And this list was the 50 worst people at the campsite. So what I didn't, I saw the list and what I couldn't figure out, were these the people not to invite? Were these the people to identify? Was it bingo? I don't think it's Ooh, a game. Campsite bingo would be, don't steal that idea. <laughs> this is a great so idea. Saying, you're saying the same way that there's like road trip bingo where you just kind of have to go around. Or the, You know, there's like bingo for all sorts of things. There's bingo for like. You know, not, most of them aren't very flattering to the people that are getting bingoed. I think you got to find specific kinds of campers, stereotypes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's camper bingo. You identify the guy that's playing his music too loud. <laughs> the guy like, that. The guy with the djembe. Yeah. <laughs> that is not the guy I want to sleep next to. Nope. So there were 50 people on this list, and uh, we read a lot of lists just looking for things at work. And this one was really well done. I yeah. thought it was pretty funny. So I picked the five that I thought were, were pretty solid. Okay. Want to hear them? I, 
you know, I would, you know what? <laughs> what if I said no? <laughs> yes, and, I would love and to. And I should try to stop me Oh, from... so Cheryl's into my idea of uh, camper bingo. I think that'd be great. That's actually an idea. It's, you'd, be, you'd be pretty gawky uh, I'm gonna, walking I'm around write the campground, like looking for... Camper yeah, bingo. Yeah, like find, you got to find uh, a woman with Goofy on a Disney sweatshirt. Okay, got to try to find that. Very specific types of campers. Yes, okay. All these stereotypes are there, don't you think? I'm not, I'm not getting into that. <laughs> hey, Sandy, how are you? Good afternoon. Happy Tuesday. Number 42. Why are you starting at 42? I just picked five random ones. Okay, okay, I got it. And, and some of these, some of these, like, I would laugh, but, like, wince a little bit, because I'm like, mm, Are you that guy? A little bit of me, a little bit smidge of me in this guy. Touches a little too close to home. The guy who brings up the Hunger Games, hypothetically, <laughs> because he's convinced he'd be the last one standing. That is a game you play. That, that is you. <laughs> Number 42 is you. I sort of think in the back of my head, uh, a decent chance. Well, you you always have the scenario game, which is pretty close to the it Hunger is, Games is, guy. Yeah, I love right? the scenario So, like, game. all right, this tree falls on us right now. Number How long until I can get to the creek? Which we we, which we complain about a lot because we see these people in real. What number is this, 34? Are these, were these in order, you think? Was number one the worst guy? I don't think guy? so. Okay. I don't think so. Right. Number 34, the guy wearing a backpack strewn with carabiners, compasses, and assorted other technical dongles on a moderate-day hike. <laughs> Who's just, like... And usually hiking poles. But you know what? That it, I, I feel bad making fun of that guy because he falls into the category that we just talked about of novice. Sure he does. You know, sure like it, there's. More, and we always say that whatever it takes for you to get outside is a good thing. But it's also it's like this is the same kind of person for me who's on hard pack with snowshoes, and I'm just like, what are you? You're not snowshoeing. Well, yeah, but there's also what like there's a perception that more is always better. So more <laughs> compasses have to, have, have, to, have to get you out of there. A hundred carabiners. <laughs> Number 23, Ugh, guilty. The guy who won't leave the fire alone. Well, yes. I mean, one of, the, one of the beauties of a campfire is being able to tend to it. Yes. I, I often say that you're do. playing with the fire, but yes, it is tending the fire. It, it does require some management if you want it to keep some burning down appropriately. Uh -huh. That's true. Number 21. CPS reports. And number 21, yeah. the guy with the acoustic guitar who doesn't quite know how to play it. Ooh, that's a tough one for me, Cameron. Well, hang on. <laughs> Outdoor Bill just acknowledged that when he goes geocaching, he's got all those carabiners and that's compasses on him. Because he's got, well, there's all sorts of stuff you need. Uh, yeah. I saw a guy with a 500 roll. Ooh, Jeff Vaughn. I saw a guy with a 500 foot roll of paracord in his pack. <laughs> that's a lot of paracord. That's a big leg that got Because you, off. you know that that guy feels like 100 feet's not enough. No. He's wow. like, I don't know what kind of situation I'm going to get into. I might need 500 feet. Could you feet. imagine carrying 500 feet of cord with you? Well, it wouldn't be that big of a thing. It's 100 well, it's is a, only. Depends how big around it is. Paracord's pretty small. Yeah, that's right? true. I, still... On your last one, I would add uh, not not only playing poorly, but also singing poorly. All right. Sure. So sure. Cheryl, Cheryl's making a point about another camper. It's that the more the guys drink, the more they play with the fire. That's super true. It is true. That's true. Yeah. why I don't drink when we go camping. Be safe, kids. It's why when you tend to fires, you should have leather gloves on. And goggles. That's my fire. <laughs> and the last one I wrote down, number three, the guy who thinks he's in charge because he was a weeblow 30 years ago. <laughs> Again, not funny, but yes, so you're right. Good. Like, so oh, I got this, guys. I got this guy. Yeah, no, you're right. Are you Eagle Scout? No, 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 no. Not, quite, not quite. Almost. Almost made a rank. No, yeah. 
We should share that list because it was really well put together. I think I you and I checked email it out. you the link, but I think it would be pretty easy to find. We could post it right after the show, though. It'll be in the show notes. Ooh, show notes. Show, ooh, show notes. Which reminds me, if you guys have not subscribed to the 50 Campfires podcast or even checked it out, you really should. So Clint and I put it out twice a week. You can go back and listen to past shows. Go to your favorite podcast application of choice, iTunes. But also subscribe to the beautiful digital magazine that we kick out monthly we're plugging a lot of stuff right now i think Holy we can smoke. plug those two the things. magazine is awesome the magazine is 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 the one most of recent the... issue is probably one of my favorites it's the co- annual cooking issue yeah and outdoor bill lights it up it's really good he did light it up on this one he did. big time so do that as well and they're all available on 50campfires.com for all those of you following along with us everything and drive so <laughs> two weekends ago it was yeah. armageddon here yes yeah, snowman Thousands of people perished. That was my <laughs> and this last weekend, it was one of the most beautiful weekends <laughs> I've ever experienced. That's what? that's Minnesota for you. Well, now we're in summer. <laughs> it's already the middle of summer what here. Is it, is it 40 <laughs> days till the days start getting shorter? Why would you say that out loud? It's something like that. That's not yeah. a cool thing to say. No, but we'll be on the road and we'll be checking it out. Oh, number 51, the guy who wears goggles to tend the camp. <laughs> hey, Bill, lock it off. And welding gloves. <laughs> no, Jeff says he wore, no, uh, Cheryl says she wears welding gloves when she plays with the fire. That's actually you. That is me because my wife uh, has it welds. And so I've, I kind of stole them for the tending the fire. They were great. Yeah. No, I'm just going to leave that alone. They're super thick. The and welding they go, helmet's a little much, though. <laughs> It is. The welding helmet's too much. Yes. So everything's melting here. It's a it's an awesome time of the year. I think it's probably like that for a lot of you guys where you guys are at, where yes. things are snow is starting to go away. There's nothing like spring fever in the Midwest because we've been cooped up for a long time. And now we're on the final countdown. We're like like a month away from heading out on the road again to Whoa. We're like a month from Nailed heading that, out to the Rocky the Mountains for our Rocky Mountain field trip. Yes, that is gonna be the last weekend of May. Yeah, that's when it starts. Yeah. We'll Pretty be stoked there. about that. The weekend, they're right, right after Memorial Day, right? Yeah, yeah. that's sounds right. Yeah. Stoked Kevin Jeff it. knows this. All right, so we will be back on Thursday with more interesting tidbits. Whatever's happened in the outdoor world that's worthy of note. We can do that. Yes, more tidbits on Thursday. You guys have a great week. Nick from 50 Campfires. Clint from 50 Campfires. We'll see you soon. All right, did you make the list? We hope not. And if you did, it's all right. For more tips, tricks, gear reviews, recipes, and more, visit us at 50campfires.com. And please don't forget, subscribe and rate the 50 Campfires Daily Outdoor Podcast. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.